Tuesday, Shaftim, Shear 38. So he's going to talk about a little bit of what the archaeologists found regarding this discussion. He said, for example, he said, people always said that the name Achashverosh is a strange name because they found in the Greek writings, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's Exercus and Artex Circus, something like that. A bunch of X's. So they never found the name Achashverosh. So to them, it's schwer to say that there was such an individual. This is what the critics claim. But they discovered the archaeologists found inscriptions with the name Hashirsh, which, if you turn into Hebrew, becomes Achashverosh. And the Greek word Exercus, whatever that word is, is just a corruption of the word. But really, it was, uh, it was very clear that there was such an individual. And even the word Purim, which means lots, the critics also disagreed with that meaning. But if you look at different inscriptions from Ashur, there is such a word that has that meaning. It's been, fi- it's been found. They also claim that what it says, that the descriptions of what went on in Persia was unreal. But the archaeologists found that uh, very, very, very close to the way it's detailed in Esther. An official archaeologist of the French government by the name of Marcel Dulfoy, however you pronounce that name, he made extensive excavations in the royal Persian palace and he, and he stated that the writer, Zagai, the writer of Megillus Esther possessed the most excellent familiarity with the details of the palace. That's what a guy said. He said that these ruins have been buried for 2,400 years, which means that no writer after the building of the second Beis Hamikdash could have known the way the Persian palace was built because they were buried for so long. They also ridiculed the story of Kairish making his announcement that the Yidden can go back to the base of Mikdash. The proclamation is dated the year one, but the critics complained that Kairish conquered Bavel in the 21st year of his reign. But if you look at the archaeologists found inscriptions that say that Kairish conquered Bavel, he had, when he conquered Bavel, he began counting from the date that he conquered Bavel. And there's countless private documents and public inscriptions that state this concept. They also ridicule this that Kairish said, all the kingdoms of the earth Rebbe gave to me, which is something they say Kairish would have never said, but the same form of language is found in nine inscriptions by the same Kairish and in the inscription by Artachshasta II, who's also listed over there in Sefer Ezra. They taina that how could it be that Kairish wanted to build a base of Mikdash? You look at archaeology, you see the early Persian kings left inscriptions that they said how nice they were to the captive people, and they let various religions rebuild their temples and gave them gifts. So you see, it was very normal that that should have happened, so there's no reason in the world why it shouldn't have happened by Kairish. But the people only see what they want to see. 
they, they, uh, Ezra says that Daryavash, that was another king, he gave a curse of destruction by the Rabbi Shalom upon any king that tries to start up with the Beisamikdash in Yerushalayim. They say it doesn't make sense that such a king would say a curse like that. But if you look at the excavations, you'll see that many mighty kings said many curses. Daryavash, Sargon, Sancheirev, other kings. It says other curses that they said. And the Aramaic portions of Ezra were found to be exactly similar in style to the discovered uh, uh, scrolls that they found in, that are also composed in Aramaic and they're dated from the reign of Achashverosh until Daryavash II. They also deny the story of Menashe, that Menashe, the king Menashe, was captured by the generals of Ashur and how he was released. But if you look in the ruins of, I don't know how to pronounce the word, Kuyundushik, there was an inscription by Esar Chedon, that was a king. He said, I gather together the kings of Syria and the kings of across the sea, Baal, the king of Tsar, Menashe, the king of Yehuda, Kadmaich, the king of Edom, and Mitsuri, the king of Yoyav, of Moyav. And another inscription lists 22 kings that were conquered by Asar Chedon and his son, Baal and Menashe. So it's very clear that Menashe was conquered by these kings. So even though they don't believe it, but even in the ruins of the Goyim themselves, it is very clear. Now, of course, you have to be a very uh, well-versed individual to know what the excavations demonstrated, to know that this is true. But the Bebek Miller obviously knew this, and therefore he's saying that everything that the Nevi'im say are corroborated by what the Goyim themselves write in their own inscriptions. Thank <laughs> you.